If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Where PR and mainstream media comes into play, we're really, really skyrocketing your business is it's not just you saying you're awesome. It's a trusted, more credible source saying you're awesome. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Serious question for you. Is PR a part of your plan? As a solopreneur, adding the title publicist to the long list of other titles under your name might feel like a stretch of your already thin time. But I promise you, once you hear this conversation, you'll see the power of even a little time devoted to landing media coverage for your brand. Jen Gottlieb, co-founder and chief mindset officer of the acclaimed PR company, Super Connector Media, uses her decade of performance and mindset experience to help entrepreneurs connect with the media so that they can share their knowledge with the masses. This conversation is jam-packed with actionable insights. It's literally like a PR boot camp. Talks about what is PR and how do you integrate it with your current marketing and advertising strategies? Where do you begin as your own publicist? How do you craft the perfect pitch that lands? And what can you do right now to land the coverage you deserve? I am so excited to welcome and introduce you to Jen Gottlieb. Welcome to the podcast. Let's dive on in. Since I joined the HubSpot Podcast Network, I've been introduced to so many new business podcasts, and I can't resist sharing the goodness with you. If you're a creative business owner or thinking about becoming one, you're going to want to start listening to the Being Boss podcast. Being Boss is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be a boss as a creative business owner, a freelancer, or a side hustler. Emily Thompson explores topics that I know will be relevant to you because we talk about them here on Gold Digger too. 
She features episodes like Rituals for Creativity, Project Management, and Building Systems for Creatives and Freelancers, and Taking Time Off as a Business Owner, which is perfect because tis the season for some time off. Tune in to the Being Boss Podcast with Emily Thompson wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Jen, I am absolutely thrilled for today's episode. I feel like this is something that I've thought about for so long. And so the fact that I get to pick your brain today and learn from you, the expert, is just the icing on top. So welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Oh, my God. Jenna, this is such a long time coming. I'm so grateful to be here with you. And I can't wait to jam out. Oh, it's going to be so good. So I told you this before we hit record, but for context for our listeners, A lot of people don't know this, but when I went to college, I was a communication major with a business major. And with our communication major, we had to choose a focus and PR was one of the options. And so Drew and myself both chose PR as our focus. And I had these visions of myself being like Lauren Conrad or Kelly Catrone (laughs) in those offices, being a PR agent And I kind of learned quickly that it wasn't exactly what the TV show showed, but that there were so many things that entrepreneurs and business owners could take from the PR world and apply to their own lives. So this episode, I'm so excited because let me be honest, a lot has changed since I left college Mm -hmm. over a decade ago. So Jen, I'm excited for you to bring these new age digital strategies to us today. So are you ready to dive in? Oh, I'm so ready to dive in. Let's go. Let's do it. So when you look back at your journey, I kind of want to know, like, are there any catalyst moments? Like what stands out to you that brought you to where you are today? Yeah. So Jenna, you just said you were went to college for PR and all. you actually did way more for PR than I did. I completely <laughs> and totally fell into this. And one of our favorite quotes of all time is the Steve Jobs quote, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking backwards. Because if you were to, in my life with all the different things that I've done, if you ever would have thought or told me that I was going to end up owning a PR agency, I would have thought you were absolutely (laughs) crazy because my story just bops around to so many different places and it never, ever, ever, ever would have occurred to me that I would be doing this. But it's so crazy that now when I look backwards, it all makes sense. And that often happens to us as entrepreneurs, right? We never really know necessarily how it's going to all play out and how it's going to connect. But when you look backwards, you can always realize, oh yeah, this is, this is why all of that happened. It makes sense. So when I started my career, I moved to New York City to become an actress. And I studied musical theater in a musical theater conservatory. I actually dropped out of college. I was a musical theater major at the University of Hartford. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't be in college. I have to move to New York City and pursue my dream. So I dropped out and moved to New York with not knowing anybody and went to this school and started singing and dancing and decided that that's what I wanted to do. And out of school, I ended up booking my absolute dream role in a Broadway national tour of the show, The Wedding Singer. Have you seen the movie, Jenna? The (laughs) Wedding Singer? Yes. Okay. So this role in this show was the role of Linda, who's like the bitch that leaves Robbie Hart at the altar. 
And when I saw this show on Broadway for the first time, I remember seeing this actress, Felicia Finley, play this part in the show. And she was hilarious and amazing. And I literally watched her on stage and I started crying. My friend was looking at me like I was crazy. And I'm hysterically crying at this funny actress, like doing this huge comedic role. And I'm hysterical. And I'm like, I have to play this part one day. And at this moment in time in my life, I was literally sleeping in a twin bed, like a bunk bed in a (laughs) tiny little dorm room on 61st Street and Broadway in New York City. I had like no money. I was like a starving student. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And, And my friend looked at me. He's like, you're absolutely nuts. Okay, but sure. And I just decided that every single night I was going to visualize myself playing this part and I was going to make this happen like via the law of attraction or whatever it was that people told me that this thing, that if you visualize what you want, you can actually create it in your real life. And I was like, eh, I don't necessarily really believe in that, but this is what I really want. So I'm going to try to do absolutely everything I can to get this. And through a lot of trying and not getting it and auditioning and getting heard no and having to do a lot of scary, really crazy action steps that I never thought that I would ever be able to do, but pushing through anyway, and just believing a little bit more than I didn't. Jenna, I ended up getting this part and playing this role and wearing the same costume as Felicia Finley on the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer. And when I played the part for the first time, and actually accomplish this crazy goal that I never thought would really be possible for me, I had this moment where I was like, oh my God, anything that I want, I can actually create. And that was the moment that really set me up to be an entrepreneur and like helped me to believe that, that whatever it was, it didn't matter if I knew the how or how it was going to happen, that I could do it. And that really set me up for a whole lot of other things. Like I was a a host on a show on VH1 for 14 seasons after I got back from tour. And then, you know, during that time, I lost myself a little bit. And I was playing this character on this show that was a hard rock and heavy metal chick. My name was Jennifer. So this was like I was playing myself, but I was playing this crazy weird version of myself that really got me completely and totally out of alignment from who I really was. And I started showing up on social media and in my life as this person that wasn't really me. And I I lost myself. And I found myself in a relationship that was completely toxic. And I was suffering from bulimia and drug addiction and partying and just totally lost that girl that ended up getting her dream role in The Wedding Singer. A lot of the times, you know, we do the things that we really want to do and they start working and then all of a sudden something happens and we forget. And I forgot. And I had this rock bottom moment when I found myself leaving that relationship and having to move out and live in this tiny little room with an apartment with six other actors with this window that faced a brick wall. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to start over and I have to figure out who I am. And that was the beginning of really figuring out that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and start to help people and and start to build my own business. And, and I built a business all around health and wellness. And Jenna, I knew nothing about building a business, absolutely nothing. I was an actress. And the only thing that I really knew about was how to leverage the media and how to mm-hmm. use media and television to be able to build a brand. And I ended up doing that and building a really successful business using the power of PR media. And then I met Chris who is my fiance and now business partner. And he was connecting entrepreneurs to the media through events. And we came together and we were like, you know what? Why don't we teach people how to do this? 
And we started teaching people how to create businesses using the power of PR and relationships. And then we created the agency, which is Super Connector Media. And then I never looked back. And, and that's kind of a short version of how all the dots connected to get me to exactly where I am right now with this PR agency and teaching people how to get in the media and how to show up. How incredible. I mean, like, what a story. I mean, I'm so excited to see what you do with this story. But when you look back, now you can see all these dots, you can see how it all makes sense. Can you define what your superpower is? There's got to be some sort of connection point that led you from where you were to where you are today. And that continues to help you leverage that gift. Looking back now, I, and I probably wouldn't have said that this was my superpower in the midst of it. Yes. But now that I look back, I really believe that my superpower is to be able to be uncomfortable and to do things that I don't feel like doing and to just do it and really like believe and do a little bit more than I feel that I can. And when I, even when I look at really successful people or I, you know, I know a lot of really successful people now. And the one thing that they all have in common is they have this power to be uncomfortable and do the yeah. thing that they're really scared to do. And every single time I'm like, oh my God, I really don't want to do this. I'm really scared to do this. I have this, this power to be able to push myself to do it anyway. And every single time I do that, I get a little bit more confident and I get a little bit more, I gain a little bit more trust in myself. And I'm able to just, even when I don't feel like it, do the scary, uncomfortable thing. And that has always been the thing that has made me have the most success in my life always mm -hmm. is doing things uncomfortably. Like even when I feel like I'm going to puke, I just go <laughs> and I do it anyways. And I get to the other side and I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And that's it. Jenna, for sure. Oh, I love that. I think that's really entrepreneurship at its core and something that people think ends. But I think that as you continue to grow and evolve and learn and, and try new things, that's kind of the constant in our lives and in our decisions and how we navigate it. So I think that's a really great superpower. Oh, thanks, Jenna. Yeah, a thousand percent. Okay, so walk me through. Obviously, I went to college for this, but I don't necessarily want the textbook definition. How would you define PR? And why is it something that should be on every entrepreneur's radar right now? Mm, okay, so PR is what gives you two of the most important things that you need as an entrepreneur. Authority and credibility. So, you know, we, we live in this world of social media, which is really amazing. And we can get, anybody can get online and get on Instagram and get on Facebook and get on wherever and say, I'm awesome, right? And create incredible content and put things out and say, I am the bomb.com. Look at me. You should definitely follow me. You should listen to me. You should sign up for my programs. You should buy my stuff. Great. Yeah. But anybody can do that. And where PR and mainstream media comes into play, we're really really skyrocketing your business is it's not just you saying you're awesome. It's a trusted, more credible source saying you're awesome. It's like your basically like your stamps of approval, those little media logos that you can put on your website or put in your social media or put in your emails or showing yourself on television or showing yourself in a publication. That's basically like somebody else that's not you that's maybe, you know, like I said, more credible, has more street cred, like let's say Good Morning America or the Today Show, or even maybe your local TV station or Forbes or Entrepreneur saying, hey, I trust Jenna Kutcher, so you should too. And it yeah. gives your potential client, your potential customer more trust in you. And it gives them like that 
that ease that they can hire you or they can sign up for your stuff or they can pay you money and know that you are a credible, trusted person. And it's unbelievably important. Like, you know, I like to use this analogy and I like to do it with with women specifically because we all know, Jenna, you know, when you're like shopping at Sephora for like makeup or beauty products and you see that little allure red circle label, like, yep. Certified top choice. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like the Allure Beauty Awards or whatever. So when I'm shopping, this this is where it really clicked for me. Because if I go to Sephora and I see one of those little red dots on a beauty product, I don't even have to try it. I don't even have to compare it to any other product. I know that that's the one that I'm going to buy because Allure said it's amazing. It might not be amazing, but because Allure said it and gave it anointed, it gave it that authority, gave it that credibility that it is the one that they trust, the product that they like, I'm going to buy it. And that is what PR and media does for you as an entrepreneur. I think that's such a powerful thing. It's like this stamp of approval. And I also think it's one of the most under leveraged assets that entrepreneurs take. So let's kind of break that down because I think a lot of times entrepreneurs are wearing so many hats, right? We're trying to grow our email list and put out the blog and run the podcast or the YouTube channel and show up on Instagram and be on stories. And we're pulled in so many directions. And I think PR is a hat that we often don't put on, right? We don't think of ourselves as our own publicist, Mm -hmm. but we also don't really understand why it can fit into our marketing ecosystem or our strategy. And I know I'm like raising my hand over here, like, tell me about this. So how does PR work alongside of our marketing and advertising efforts? How can it just become a part of our strategy and process without it feeling like it's taking over or the title publicist now needs an entirely new role for our team? Yes. Okay. So what I like to say PR is for your business and your marketing is it's like the magical fairy dust that you sprinkle on top of your marketing efforts. Because if you think about it, your potential client or your potential customer or even your potential audience member, they are, let's say they get referred to you or they find you on Instagram or somebody says, hey, you got to check out this person or their products or their services, or I hired this amazing person. You should too. The first thing that they're going to do is they're going to go Google you and they're going to go look and see if you have credit and trust when it comes to what you do. And usually that means mainstream media. So that's like, you can get a customer from a Facebook ad. You can get a customer from an Instagram post, but really like the magical fairy dust comes into play where PR comes into play is when they double tap and they go and they Google and they go do their research and they see, oh my gosh, okay, this person's super credible and they were in Forbes or they were on TV and now I can really feel like I can hire them. So it's that little added sparkle that kind of helps people really go over the edge and actually purchase and actually buy and actually believe or actually listen or tune in or press follow or any of that. And anybody can be their own publicist. So I own a PR agency and I'm going to sit here and tell you, you don't need to hire a PR agency when you're just starting out to start to get PR. The key to publicity and getting in the media is probably not what you think it is. (laughs) It is relationships relationships are the unfair advantage. Through our programs and our mastermind and everything, we have producers and journalists that come on and do Q&A with our people. And the number one question that everybody asks them is, how are you going to open my email? What's the subject line? What's the pitch? What's the secret? Why are you going to listen to me? Why are you going to book me? What is the secret? And they always say the same thing. If I know you or if I have a relationship with you. So 
The key to getting media is not necessarily having the perfect pitch. It's not necessarily, you know, yes, you need all of that. You need to have the lean in story. You need to have a great pitch. You need to know, and I can even take you guys through the five elements of a winning pitch. You need to have that stuff. But the number one most important thing is do you have the relationships? And every single person that's listening to this podcast right now, every single person, I don't care how far along you are in your business or if you're just starting out, you actually have all the relationships that you need to be able to get in the media in your current network right now. You just have to figure out a way to work that network to find those relationships and open up those doors. And I actually have a really great tool that I can teach your audience and your listeners on how to leverage their current network to be able to get in the media right now if they want. Okay, do that right now because that was my next question. So what does that look like? I love this so much. Okay, yes, here we go. So this is called the top 20 tool. And this tool, just everybody that's listening, you can use this tool to get in the media or you can use this tool for pretty much anything in your life. You can use it to get more clients. You can use it to get an investor for your company, to get in contact with an influencer. You can use it to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife. This works for anything. You just have to, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're doing it. So Here's how it works. Everything that you want, including media relationships, are already in your current network. You just might not realize it. So what you're going to do is you're going to take out a piece of paper, listening to me right now, and you're going to create four columns on that piece of paper. In the first column, all the way to the left, you're going to write on the top, name, okay? And you're going to do a dump list of 20 people in your life network. So not just your business network, but your entire life, anyone you've ever met, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your kids, friends, parents, anyone that you know, someone you went to high school with, college with, that has a connection to somebody in the mainstream media, if that's your goal, right? Let's let's pretend that getting in the media is your goal that you're trying to use this tool for. Okay. So you might be thinking, oh my God, Jen, I don't know 20 people. And I certainly don't know 20 people that I could reach out to right now. Don't worry about that. Just write down the names. Open up your Instagram, your Facebook, your contacts in your phone. You definitely know 20 people. And if you really go deep, you know someone that knows someone in the media. Write their name down. Don't worry about reaching out to them. Okay? So you've got 20 people on this list. Then you're going to move over to the next column. And on the top of that column, you're going to write down the word influence. And you're going to rank each person on a scale of 1 to 10 on how influential they are in helping you get what you want. And in this case, we want to get in the media. So you're going to take each person and let's say the person that you wrote down is your neighbor and your neighbor's best friend is the producer at your local news station. Okay, great. So your neighbor's best friend. So I would say that your neighbor's pretty influential. Maybe they're like a nine or a 10 on the influential scale. Okay. Then you're going to move over to the next column and you're going to rank that same person on a scale of one to 10 on how likely they are to help you get you what you want. So how likely is that neighbor to help you get you in the media, get that connection to their friend that works at the local news station? Now, if you've got a great relationship with this person, if you've helped them a lot in the past, maybe they're a nine or a 10 on that, how likely to help scale. But if you don't know them that well, maybe you haven't done anything for them, they're not going to be that high on the scale and that's okay. So maybe there are two or three. So you're going to add up those two scores, the influential and the how likely they are to help you. And you're going to get a grand total score for each person on the list. And then you're going to sort those scores in descending order. So the people with the highest scores are at the top of the list and the people with the lowest scores are at the bottom of the list. 
this is amazing news for you because the people at the top of the list with the high scores, they're super likely to help you and they're super influential and they're probably going to be able to make that media connection for you really quickly. So you're just going to ask them, oh my gosh, super easy. Hey, I had listened to this crazy girl on Jenna Kutcher's podcast (laughs) and she said that I could get in the media if, if I did this thing and I'm asking you, I have this amazing idea and I know that I could be in the media. Could you please connect me to your friend or the person that you know? Or can I please send you my pitch? If those people have high scores, they're going to want to help you. I know as entrepreneurs, a lot of us hate asking for help. But the thing is, the people that love us and care about us, if we ask them for help, they're going to be excited to help us. It's going to make them feel really good to be able to help us because we feel good when we help people we love. So you're going to ask those people. But the people lower on the list, the people that maybe you don't have a great relationship with, instead of asking them for help, you're going to do something to help them. And you're not going to ask them what they need help with. You're going to get creative and figure out what that person could use help with. And you are going to slowly but surely just continuously provide value to that person. So you can create a relationship where at some point that person's going to reach out to you and say, oh my God, you've helped me so much. How can I help you? And that's how you create a win-win relationship. And Jenna, this is the tool that we use at my company to be able to create amazing media relationships and amazing relationships to get basically anything we want. And it's not just to get things that you want. It's actually to create friendships and create long game win-win relationships, which at the end of the day are the secret unfair advantage to moving your business forward in every single way, especially when it comes to getting in the media. All right. So you might've heard me talk about CRM platforms and wondered what the heck does that acronym even mean? A CRM is a customer relationship management platform. It takes any customer interaction like a sale from your website or clicking onto your weekly newsletter and it transforms that data into valuable insights. Insights like when do my customers shop and do my emails really get opened more on a Monday? A HubSpot CRM platform is ready to help connect the dots between your business and your customers like never before. HubSpot is consistently working to make its products more connected than ever. Improved forecasting tools give you a bird's eye view of your entire pipeline to see what's around the corner. You can see how your quarter is going, inspect new deals, and use customizable data-driven reports to improve team performance as you grow. With custom behavioral events, you can get into the details of what makes your customers tick. You can track site behavior and understand your customers' buying habits all within the platform. Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help connect the dots of your business at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. 
Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth. LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. I feel like you just gave us an actual boot camp on how to do this. And I'm so grateful for that because I think it's super actionable. And it also puts us in a position to be poised to ask ourselves, how can we serve and show up for other people? And how can we get creative in that? And I think a lot of times it just takes us doing it once to realize that we can do this and that we can be confident in doing that for other people. But like you said, so much of this relies on relationships. And I think a lot of times when we look at marketing and strategy, it's like head down, pump out the content, you know, don't even promote it. You're just, you're creating, creating, creating. And this kind of puts us in a whole new position. And one thing I love about that is I feel like these days, especially a lot of us are lonely on this journey. We're just kind of doing it on our own. And so your method not only connects us, but it really brings us together for people that can root for us and that we can help and they can help us. So I really, really, really love that method. So you mentioned that you had some tips for pitching. Mm -hmm. And for this podcast, we get pitches every single day. We get hundreds of pitches a week. I've seen some really great pitches, pitches from people that you've likely heard on the show, but I've also seen some really bad pitches. So I would love for you to walk us through this piece because I think this is so powerful. And like you said, it can be applied to just about anything, not even getting into the media, but just how you're showing up and how you're sharing your ideas with the world. A thousand percent. Okay. So I have five elements to a winning pitch that I'm going to teach you. So I want everybody to take out their pens and their notebooks and everything because this is like serious note-taking time. Before I get into that though, I do want to make sure that because I know you get a lot of pitches for your podcast and and people are writing pitches for all types of things, for not just television or publications, but podcasts or maybe being on an Instagram live or someone or even like a sales pitch, like pitching yourself. And the one thing that I want people to remember and especially everybody that's listening to your podcast because if let's be real, if we're listening to this podcast, like you are a like heart-centered human being that's really making some serious like changes in this world, you want to make sure that no matter what, we're remembering that our mess is really our message. And it's really all about being authentic and being real and being who we are and leveraging all of maybe the messier, more imperfect parts of our story, because that's the stuff that makes people, including the media, lean in and pay attention. Because if we put on this perfect version of ourselves and we try to be somebody that we're not, it's just not interesting. The thing that separates us and differentiates us from all the other people that do the exact same thing as us, because believe me, there are people that do the exact same thing as you, but guess what? There is only one you and there is only one you with your specific story. And the stuff that makes your story maybe a little bit more imperfect and the messier times and the stuff that, that's the stuff that people want to hear. That's the stuff that makes you different. That's the stuff that makes you stand out. So please incorporate in your pitch, maybe the messier parts or the more imperfect parts, the stuff that makes you, you, the stuff that you think, eh, oh my God, this isn't perfect. That, if you're having that thought, I say, go for that and just be you. So that's the first thing before we even get into this. 
So let's dive into the five elements of a winning pitch. When you are writing a pitch, whether it's for a publication or it's for a TV segment or it's for a podcast, you want to make sure you have these five elements. Okay. So number one is a timely news hook relevant to the outlet. So whatever the outlet is, you want to think about something that ties in what you do and what you talk about that's timely to that news outlet. So let's just say you're pitching to be on your local news station, okay? You want to make sure that you're not just like pitching your services and what you do because that's not relevant to the audience of that local news station. Like they are flipping on that TV and they want to know what's going on in the news right now. So how do you tie in what you do to either a holiday, something that's going on in the news? I mean, there's – you guys, like Jenna, there's a national holiday for pretty much anything, right? There's like Mm -hmm. National Donut Day, right? There's like (laughs) National Dog Awareness Day. I don't know. You can tie in what you do to any national timely news hook. So you want to make sure that that's the first thing. You're not just pulling something out of your butt and giving somebody, you know, a rundown of what you do. You are actually saying, hey, I know that next week is Valentine's Day and I can talk about five ways that you and your significant other can have an absolutely amazing Valentine's Day through the power of, you know, whatever it is that you do. I don't know, tying in what you do to Valentine's Day. Okay. So you've got your timely news hook. That's number one. Number two, You're going to sell the topic first and yourself second. This is so important. The number one mistake that I see entrepreneurs make when they're pitching is they start their pitch off. And I'm sure you see so many pitches like this, Jenna. Hi, I'm Jen and I can do this, 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 and this. And it's all about me. And this is why I'm great. Now that's awesome. But here's the thing. Podcast hosts, TV producers, journalists, they don't necessarily care about you. They care about their audience. They care about their audience. And what does their audience care about? Their audience cares about what's in it for them. What are they learning? So you want to sell the topic and the value that you're bringing to the audience before you talk about yourself. So you're going to want to start that pitch with, did you know that Valentine's Day is next week and 60% of couples, you know, whatever, give a great statistic about what's going on with couples on Valentine's Day. Maybe they don't connect or they don't know what gifts to get each other. I don't know. Whatever that timely topic is, you're going to open up the pitch with that and what's in it for the audience. And then after you've done that, you come in and you say, hi, I'm Jen Gottlieb, and I could come and talk to your audience and provide them with value on how they could have a really amazing Valentine's Day this year and connect with each other deeply. Okay, so topic first, you second. Number three on your element of a winning pitch is you want to include statistics. You want to make sure you back up your claims with some facts, some statistics, and they don't have to be statistics that came directly from you. You can go onto our best friend, Google, and you can find some stats, you know, on just that back up your claims. So the more statistics that you can have in your pitch, the better, because the media loves statistics, links to different studies, links to facts that you found about what you're talking about so that they can make sure that what you're talking about is absolutely legit. Okay. So that's number three. Element number four is you're going to make sure you provide talking points because let's be real, producers of shows or even (laughs) podcast hosts or even journalists that are writing articles, they don't have a lot of time, right? They're doing a lot of interviews. They're creating a lot of stuff. They want to make sure that you can actually write that entire segment for them. So you're going to go ahead and you're going to put like four or five bullet points on what it is that you could talk about in that podcast, on that show, or in that publication. So you could say, I have a lot of things that I could say about this topic, and here are some of them. 
bullet point one, bullet point two, bullet point three, bullet point four, bullet point five. So you've basically written the entire segment for them and they know exactly what they're going to get when they bring you onto their show. And then last but not least, the final element of a winning pitch is you want to make sure that you stand for something. It's very, very easy to want to be wishy-washy nowadays and like be on both sides of the coin because you don't want to really rock the boat or we don't want to upset somebody. But here's the thing. And this goes back to being you and being authentic and standing out from the crowd. And the best way to stand out from the crowd is to stand for something specific. So you don't want to have your pitch be like, well, some people think that, you know, that people aren't connecting anymore the way that they used to. And some people are. No, you want to be use words and use adjectives that really stand in your power, that you really believe in the thing that you're talking about. I truly believe that couples are not connecting deeply anymore because they're on their phones all the time. So here's a way to put down the phone and get back to, you know, connecting. Really stand for what you believe in. Be authentically you and be there with chutzpah. And really, and you know what? If somebody doesn't like it, that's great. Because for every person that doesn't like it, there's going to be quite a few more people that will. And they will like it so much more and they will be full-on believers. And those are the people or those are the publications or those are the podcasts or those are the TV shows that you want to be on because they believe in what you believe in and they're going to really help you get that message out to the masses. So- Jenna, those are the five elements. Do you want me wow. to review them one more time? Or are you Yeah, gotta- just do, do a quick bullet list. That is so stinking good. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you've got your timely news hook relevant to the outlet. You want to make sure that your topic is timely and tie it to something, whatever it is. It could be a holiday. It could be a, something in celebrity news. It could be something in national news. Then you've got, you're going to pitch the topic first and yourself second. So remember- They don't care about you until they do. They care about their audience. So you want to make sure you've got that topic right at the top. And then you talk about yourself afterwards. Number three, you want to back up your claims with statistics and some studies and stuff that makes what you're talking about super legit. Number four, you want to provide talking points. So you map out the entire episode or the entire segment for the person so that you make their job as easy as humanly possible. And number five, You want to stand for something, stand for what you believe in and be you, be real, be authentic and be unapologetic about your message. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is like a paid masterclass in PR. Like we are the luckiest listeners on planet Earth. I'm like, holy cow, Jen, you are literally delivering so much value. I bet that people are feeling just like I am really fired up and inspired. And they're probably thinking, okay, where do I begin? You've given us so many amazing ideas, places to start, things to implement, If you had to define like three steps that someone could take this week to seek and receive media coverage or to at least progress in this PR journey, what would you say? I love this. Okay. So we've got our three steps, you guys. Listen up. So there's a lot of information here, but if you do anything, this is what I want you to do. Number one, you want to gain clarity because it's really, really easy to just get analysis paralysis and be like, oh my God, yeah, I want to get in the media, but I don't even know what that means. I don't even know where I want to be. You want to get clear because if you're not clear on where you're going, you can't get there. Okay. So I want you to just list out at least three, three places, three media outlets that you would like to be in. So you know what your goal is. And a lot of people say to me, but Jen, I I don't even necessarily know. Like, where do I, I, I don't know. Maybe like you don't watch that much TV or you don't know where your ideal customers are watching, reading, listening to. The best way to figure that out, Jenna, is to use FOMO as your tool. And when I say FOMO, I don't mean like necessarily like fear of missing out, but I mean like fear of missed opportunity. So that feeling that you get, or maybe you're scrolling social media or you turn on the TV and you see somebody that does something similar to you or the same thing as you, and you get this feeling in your gut. We all know it so well, where it's like, oh man, I wish that was me. Why are they getting the media and it's not me? And how the hell did they even get that? You know, that feeling where it's like, oh, why is that not me? Well, we can either take that feeling and let it take us down the rabbit hole of comparisitis and not feeling good about ourselves. Or we could say, wait a minute, that person's doing exactly what I want to do. Let's see where they've been in the media because wherever they've been, I could probably be too. So use that person or that FOMO as your yellow brick road to find out where you should be so you can create that media hit list. So figure out where you want to be, those top three places and use FOMO. Go find somebody that is maybe does something similar to you that you're FOMOing over and go into Google News and search them in Google News and see where they've been featured. Have they been on their local news station? Have they been on different in different magazines and different publications? Those are all places that could be on your media hit list. Okay. So that's step number one. You're going to get clear and you're going to use FOMO or you're going to use whoever you're envious of. And you're going to be grateful for that person because they're going to show you where you could be to get that media hit list. Okay. Number two, you are then going to get clear on what your lean-in story is for your pitch. And 
what do I mean by a lean-in story? So sometimes the stories that we tell, we don't necessarily know if they're interesting or not. Like a lot of the stories that I tell now, I never used to want to tell like about the fact that I was on VH1 for 14 seasons. I never wanted to talk about that because I didn't think it had absolutely anything to do with what I do now. And I didn't think it was an interesting story. But when I started telling people that story, I started to notice that people would lean in when I was talking about it. And all of a sudden, even if they didn't want to be my friend for like the whole 20 minutes we were talking or even listen to me and they weren't paying attention, when I would say that, oh, I was on VH1 for 14 seasons on this heavy metal talk show, they would suddenly <laughs> lean in and be like, oh, that's what? interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, maybe that's an interesting story because sometimes our stories are too close to us and we don't realize what's interesting and what's not. So we have to practice telling the stories to really see when other people lean in, not just when we think it's interesting, but when other people do. So that's how I discovered that that was a lean in story for me. And I use that in all my pitches. So you want to get clear, number one, on where you want to be. Then you want to find some lean in stories, what other people find are interesting so that you can craft that pitch that I told you how to craft a few minutes ago, using some of maybe those lean in stories to really get that messaging really interesting so that the media is going to want to cover it. And then number three, you're going to go back to that top 20 list and you're going to start to leverage your network. That is the key. Okay. So go to that top 20, start to work that list. Think about who you know that knows somebody and use the pitch that I just taught you how to write. Use the lean in story that you've been practicing telling all of your friends and paying attention to when they lean in and when their eyes glaze over and they get bored. Right. And, and then you're going to get clear and you're going to start to figure out, okay, I want to be in Forbes or I want to be on this specific podcast or I want to be on this specific show. And you're going to use that top 20 list to reach out to those relationships that you know that could possibly connect you to people at those specific outlets. And I promise you, Jenna, and everybody that's listening right now, talking to you, if you do those three steps and you leverage that top 20 list, you will be able to get media coverage on your own. You don't have to hire a publicist. You can do it. And it's not going to take a long time. Okay. That's incredible. My final question for you is this. So what does it look like if you do hire a publicist? Let's say you are at a stage where you're ready to scale or get out there more. How is this process applied when you do hire someone like you and Chris? What does that look like? Yeah. So when you're at the point in time with, uh, and I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening to this are, are at this point right now where it's time to delegate right? Like we're just doing all the things and we just don't have any more space to do all the things. A team like us, like a really good PR team will come in and do it for you. So we spend all of our time creating relationships, right? Like all of our, that's what, that's what we do. So that top 20 list, like we have like a top, you know, 2000 list of relationships that we've put a lot of time and effort into creating. So when you hire a PR agency, you are essentially hiring a team to really manage those relationships, speak on your behalf, create that messaging, create those pitches for you, and then use their relationships and introduce you to those relationships so that you can then own those relationships too. So when you get to a point where you're like, oh man, this just seems like a lot of work and I'm doing other things and I just really want a team to do this for me and I really want to borrow those relationships, then you're going to hire a team and you're going to hire a publicist. And then all you're going to have to do is we call you and we say, Hey, Jenna, 
got you on this show, got you on this podcast, got you an interview with this publication because, you know, these are all the relationships that we have. They're so excited to talk to you. All you have to do is show up and then we coach you and do media training to be able to really, really dive in and hone in on what it is that messaging that you want to get across so that you can promote whatever it is that you're promoting at that moment. So it's just more guidance and a really turnkey, like here it is. You don't need to do any work. We've done it all for you. We've put all the work in on the relationships and now we're just going to have you show up. So that's the power of hiring a PR agency. Mm, I love that. Jen, where can everybody find you, learn more about you, check out your agency and attend your boot camp? I've done one of your boot camps before. So walk us through how we can stay connected with you. Yes. So you can always connect with me on Instagram at Jen, J-E-N-1-N underscore Gottlieb. And if you're interested in joining our Be On TV bootcamp, we do them regularly. And so you can just DM me bootcamp and I can get you all set up. We teach you how to get on TV in five days. So we use a lot of the strategies I taught on this podcast, but there's a lot more that we dive into and it's super fun. So just follow me on Instagram, shoot me a DM. Anybody that's a friend of Jenna's is a friend of mine. And I personally I'm in those DMs and we'll answer you and answer any questions that you have. So that is where to find me. Jen, thank you so much for this boot camp that you gave on this episode. This was so powerful and I cannot wait to see how our listeners apply all of the tactics and strategies that you shared today. Thank you so much. Jenna, this was so much fun and I'm so grateful that I got to jam out with you today. Thank you so much. Holy cow, when it comes to tactical episodes, this one might take the cake. I hope that you are taking notes, writing things down, remembering them, and committing yourself to take action on what Jen shared today. I can attest to the fact that PR is powerful. And if you're not ready to hire a publicist, it's time that you add publicists to your long list of titles because it can absolutely change the trajectory of your business and the way that people look at you, your product, your service, or your offer. I am so grateful that we get to share these action-packed episodes with you and that I get to interview incredible people like Jen. Thank you so much for being a part of the Gold Digger community and movement. And of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is 
is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. 